Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Uh, in this episode, I want to talk about some fixed income bond funds that you should consider uh, buying right now. So the idea of fixed income, just so you know, is where you say buy a bond for you know $10,000 and you know say it's a 20-year bond or whatever, and every year you're going to get uh, income off of that. You know, it's called a coupon payment. You know, maybe off of that 10,000, you're going to get, you know, 3% a year in coupon payments for the next 20 years. Well, that'd be $300 every single year, but it's fixed. In other words, if you compare this to say a dividend paying stock like Pepsi or Church and Dwight or Visa, they also pay you income in the form of a dividend. It's not called a coupon payment like it's called for bonds. But that, that dividend for most really good companies goes up every year. You know, it kind of goes up with inflation. And it also goes up because these companies are growing and they're making more money. So they distribute more money to shareholders. Uh, but bonds, when you buy a bond in the bond market, an actual bond, uh, you just get a fixed payment. And so, you know, I, I talk about yield a lot. And yield is really just kind of a, a percentage of, of income you're going to get based on your investment. So if you invest $100,000 and you get a 2% yield per year, you're getting $2,000 a year. If you invest $10,000 and you're getting, say, 6% yield per year, you're getting $600 per year. If you're getting 20% yield per year on, say, $10,000, you're getting $2,000 a year. Now, that's very enticing for investors, a lot of investors, they want income. It feels good to deploy your capital and then get money every single year. Now, I'm talking about in this episode, some bond funds. I'm not saying go out into the bond market and actually go buy a bond. You can actually get exposure to bonds through exchange-traded funds, ETFs, or there are bond index funds, which are low-cost mutual funds, and they're not actively managed. In this episode, I want to talk about a few bond funds you should consider buying right now that have decent yield. Now, in the last episode, I talked about nominal yield versus uh, or a nominal return versus a real return. These bond funds are paying a fairly decent yield right now, <coughs> excuse me, compared to um, the SPY. I like to compare all of my holdings in general to an ETF with the ticker symbol SPY. And I like to do it because the SPY is kind of a blended, um, it's an ETF that holds the S&P 500 companies, and it also gives a yield. And right now, the day of this recording, it's September 20th, 2022. Um, the SPY pays a yield of around 1.5%, I think. I'm gonna look at it right now, 1.52% um, at the day of this recording. So that means if you invest, say, $10,000 in the SPY, you're going to get $152 a year, approximately, okay? These bond funds are going to give a, a, a better yield than that. And the first one I'm going to talk about, the ticker is B as in boy, LV. And this is the Vanguard Long-Term Bond Fund. So this fund, you know, they have money pulled together when you buy into this fund, the fund gets more money. In fact, I'm going to look at it right now to see if it tells me how how many um, how much money is under under management. And I don't really mean under management, but it's how much money is in the fund. 
And right now it's $8.3 billion. So $8.3 billion around the world found its way to this fund. And then this fund goes and buys longer term bonds. Some are corporate, a lot are government bonds. So it owns a bunch of different bonds. And then with that pooled money, money goes into the fund and then they, they, they distribute um, the money to the shareholders. So right now, at the day of this recording, the yield on this is 3.69%. So if you'd have you know $100,000 invested in this bond, you would get $3,700 a year. I think it's really important. In fact, let me take that back. I know it's really important that investors understand the relationship between interest rates and bond values. I actually bet against BLV about a year ago. I bought a put because I knew the Fed was going to start raising rates and that they had to to get inflation under control. And when interest rates go up, bond values go down. And so what happened to this fund, and this is a really epic drop, I'm looking at it right now, ticker BLV, it was trading at a share price of $117 July 1st, 2020. Even in October, I'm looking right now, even November 1st of 21, it was trading at $104. Okay, right now this bond fund is trading at just under $75 a share. And now everyone says, well, bonds are safe, bonds are safe. And they're safe in the sense you're getting fixed income. If you go buy a bond, like a $10,000 bond, and you're promised $300 every year for 20 years, and at the end of year 20, you get your your $10,000 back, yes, I would agree that is safe. Because you're guaranteed to get your 10 grand back, and then you're going to get $300 every single year. Now, I'm saying it's safe, especially if it's a government bond. U.S. government bonds are considered to be the safest bonds in the world. And it's kind of silly because the U.S. government is the largest debtor on planet Earth. But it's considered safe because the government can always print money and they're going to pay your money back. Now, it might be inflated dollars they're paying you back in, but you're going to get your money back and you're going to get your principal investment back. Okay? But when interest rates go up, the value of bonds go down. And let me try to explain why that is. So bear with me here. Because it's so important you understand this, especially if you want to be a savvy investor. And you should understand this if you want to be empowered and you want to ensure and give yourself the greatest chance of retiring wealthy. You need to understand these things. So when interest rates go up, why do bond values go down? Well, let's pretend I go and buy a bond, um, you know, say two years ago, a 20-year bond, and the U.S. government's going to promise me 2% yield. So I'm going to get... Uh, Say it's a $10,000 bond. I'm going to get 200 bucks a year, every year for like 20 years. Then, then I'm going to get my principal investment back. All right, not bad. I'm getting 200 bucks a year, you know, for doing nothing. Okay, cool. Now, that's when the interest rate was 2%. But let's say interest rates go up to say 6%. Okay, so if I'd go buy a bond when interest rates are, when they're paying, when they're offering me a 6% coupon payment, so I'd invest $10,000, I get $600 per year. Okay, that's way better. Now, the reason why the value of the bond goes down is because when you buy bonds, when you go buy a bond, you can always sell that bond on the bond market. So say you get a 20-year bond, and let's say five years in or six years in, you want to sell the bond. You're like, you know what? I want my money back. Um, I, I need that 10 grand back. I'm not waiting another 15 years or whatever it may be. Well, you can sell it on the bond market. But 
if after you get your bond that you bought your bond, say five years ago or two years ago, that pays 2%. And right now, present day bonds are offering, say, 4 or 5% for a 20-year bond. Then why would anyone buy your bond at 2%? They'd want to go get a bond today at 6%. So what you have to do then with your bond that you purchased at 2%, because interest rates were lower when you got your bond, you have to discount the value of your bond dramatically if you want to get out of that agreement, because it's a contract. You know, you gave your money up for 20, for 20 years. So you're not going to be able to sell your bond for 10 grand anymore, even though that's what you invested in. And the reason being is because everyone on the open market buying a bond now is going to get 6%. So you got to discount it dramatically. And that's why when interest rates go up, bond values go down. And that's also why ticker BLV, which owns longer term bonds, has gone down dramatically in the last couple of years. Now, it is at $74 a share right now, or just under $75 a share. It's at $74.81. It's currently paying 3.7%. Now, we have to kind of enter entertain this question. Let's say you're retired or you want to have a portion of your money in something safe. So you're thinking, you know, I want to go into bonds. The reason why BLV has gone down dramatically is because interest rates have gone up. And I made a good bit of money on, on buying a put. When, when BLV was uh, trading around 105 a share. This was July 1st of 21. I bet against it. I, I really thought that this bond fund is going to go down because I know the Fed has to raise interest rates to get inflation under control. We just can't stay in such a, a, a low interest rate environment, you know, where the money's so cheap, especially when inf inflation is, is just going, is, is really out of control. So I knew the Fed, you know, one of its tools, the main tool it has is raising interest rates to control Inflation. And I think on this, this I don't have it in front of me, but I believe on this bet that I made, it was a year, a year long bet. I bought a put for a year and I bought a little bit lower strike, but I believe the return on that was about 300% about six months. And then I sold. Now I didn't wager a lot of money. I, I put a couple grand in. So I made, you know, several thousand dollars in a few months. It was a nice little bet. I should have bet more on it, but it was such an obvious um, play because it's like, a, it's like a, a law when interest rates go up, bond values go down. So right now, I don't mind considering fixed income because I think BLV trading right now at just under 75 a share, I think it's reaching a low. I look at the five-year right now, it's trading at a five-year low. If I go all the way back to when this fund was, uh, <coughs> excuse me, still got this stupid sinus thing. When I go all the way back on this fund, and I'm looking at it since about 2007, it's nearly at the all-time lows it's been since 2007. I think BLV is nearing a bottom because I think the Fed is nearing the top of their interest rates, interest rate hikes. And I already think the market is kind of have a lot of it priced in. So right now, if you buy BLV with, say, with your money on your brokerage account, you get paid monthly, by the way. You get monthly distributions into your account and you're going to get a 3.7% yield right now. And I, and I know that that's not beating inflation, but it's better than being in cash. And I also think that BLV is not going to go down that much more. It may reach 68 a share, maybe 69 a share. But I think the Fed is nearing the, the top of interest rates hikes, I think they're going to slow it down. And the reason why I think the Fed is going to slow down the hikes, that they may do another percent 
coming up. Apparently, the Fed may do another 1% interest rate hike uh, coming up here soon. But I think that's going to cause a recession. And once a recession hits and credit kind of contracts and people don't want to get loans and everyone slows down and they're not spending much, it's going to bring inflation under control. It's going to at least stabilize inflation. I'm not saying cost of living is going to go back to what it was. I don't think it is. There's too much money that was printed. We're going to have to kind of get used to this. But I do think that BLV is nearing a bottom. So I don't mind that. So you you have to think about it. Well, would you rather have your money in the stock market, in the SPY, which is paying a 1.5% yield, but could draw down another 10 or 20%? Or would you rather be in like BLV, which is paying a 3.7% yield, and it pays you monthly? And really, how much further can BLV go down? BLV could go to 65 a share, which is another, you know, 15% a hit. Um, if the Fed keeps raising rates, yeah, BLV could go a lot lower, which means the yield's going to get higher. I mean, the yield of BLV could hit, you know, 4%, could hit 4.5%, okay? But I think it's worth considering. And I think if you want to be a savvy investor, you need to understand the relationship of fixed income and the stock market. Let me put it another way. Let's say the stock market, the SPY, let's just look at it in terms of the SPY, the ETF that owns a bunch of S&P 500 companies. It has a blended yield of 1.52%. Let's say the SPY was paying 6% yield right now. Let's just say it was. And bonds were paying, say, you know, like this BLV is paying 3.6%, 3.7%. A lot of investors would still buy the SPY because of that yield, Right. It's very enticing to get high yield. But guess what? The SPY is paying 1.5% yield. And bonds now are paying more yield because interest rates have gone up. So I think people around the world, investors around the world, mutual fund managers around the world, I think they're liquidating stocks and they're going into this higher yield bond funds now because interest rates have gone up. That's why when interest rates go up, it can tank the market because investors are looking for yield. So they're going to go buy bonds. Because they're paying more money now. And that can then cause the stock market overall to drop. You know, if everyone tries to sell their stocks, the stock market will drop dramatically because what dictates the share price of any given stock is the supply and demand of that stock. And the demand for stocks will drop if yields get really high. Everyone's just going to go into buying bonds. So super important for investors to understand the relationship of bonds and interest rates and the stock market. And you have to understand that, you know, there's money all around the world that's looking, you know, for yield because everyone faces the prospect of retiring one day. So they got to get their money to work for them. So all that to say, I don't mind buying BLV and I've been buying it. I started buying it around 79 a share. It's I'm getting monthly income from it. I'm going to continue to buy. I also have several contracts for cash, uh, sold several cash a secured put saying I'll buy BLV at 73 a share in the next six months. I have several of those. I got paid like a hundred and I think $89 to do that. So really if, 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 if BLV goes to like, I know you don't understand cash secure puts, you probably don't, but let, let's just put it this way. I'm getting paid money to say that I'll buy, you know, a few hundred shares of BLV six within six months from now uh, for 73 a share. And I did this when BLV was trading around 76 a share. Right now, BLV is trading at 74, 75 a share. And I really like that. Um, 
I really like this cash cured puts because I think BLV could reach the low 70s, but I do think it's kind of topped out. I want to talk about um, the three main bond funds that I really look at to own. And I want to say one more thing about interest rates and the relationship of interest rates to uh, bond funds. Longer term bond funds get hurt much more and longer term bonds, let's put it that way, longer term bonds and longer term bond funds get hurt much, much more. The values of those bonds get hurt much, much more when interest rates go up. So I like to kind of ladder my, I like to own the uh, three different bond funds. A bond fund that pays higher yield, but owns longer duration bonds. And it makes sense. If you're going to give up your money for 30 years, you better get more money. You better get a bigger coupon payment, so to speak. Whereas if you give money up for a year, you're going to get less of a return or less of a coupon payment. But bonds that are shorter duration do not get hurt as much when interest rates go up. So there are three bond funds that I want you, my listeners, to know about. BLV, very low cost bond fund, Vanguard, Vanguard long-term bond fund is BLV. That's currently paying a 3.7% yield. Then you have an intermediate bond fund, BIV. That's the Vanguard intermediate term bond fund. And that pays a 2.16% yield right now. So it's paying less of a yield because this fund <coughs> owns bonds that are of shorter duration. So you're going to get less of a yield. I mean, the longer you have your capital tied up, the more investors are going to demand for yield. So this one, this fund pays 2.16%. I also think it's worth owning and it's also drawn down quite a bit. But it's not going to, in theory, it should not draw down as much as BLV because BLV owns the longer term bonds. And when I look at it online, let's just see what actually is the case. And BLV has drawn down much more than BIV. I'm looking at it at the one year right now. BIV, which holds the intermediate uh, term bonds, in the last two years has gone down about 17%, whereas BLV has gone down 29%. That's because BLV owns longer term bonds. Now there's another bond fund, BSV, and that S stands for shorter duration. Okay, that's the Vanguard short term bond fund. And that's only gone down 8% in the last two years. So it all lines up. Shorter term bonds, they don't go down as much when interest rates go up. Just know that. And I'm not going to go into the reason. I kind of explained the reason earlier. You can kind of make sense of it based upon my example of why when interest rates go up, bond values go down. These three bond funds are great. And I would consider owning all three right now. So let's say you're retired and you just, and you want to get some fixed income, you know, I would spread it out. I'd buy some BIV, BLV and BSV and all of it's going to give you fixed income. It's all going to give you yield. Now let's see what the yield is of BSV. Pull it up right now. Yield is 1.21%. So it's less yield, but it's safer in the fact that if interest rates keep going up, it's not going to go down as much. Me personally, I like BLV right now and BIV. But if you're, if you're retired, you want some fixed income, I would strongly consider these. I just don't see, again, interest rates going up uh, that much more because it's going to cause a recession. And a recession alone will bring down inflation because there'll be less spending, there'll be less demand for goods. And so it'll start to bring prices down. 
And if once the Fed stops or pauses the rate hikes, the, the rate hikes, all these bond funds could actually rebound a little bit. I don't think they're going to go down uh, much more. As I record this podcast, I'm just a market update in general. The Dow 30 is down uh, 1%. It's down 319 points. NASDAQ's down about 50. The S&P 500 is down about a percent, down 36 points. So the market is continuing to pull back. And I believe everything will kind of stabilize. Maybe not everything. I mean, even if the Fed pauses rate hikes, I think there are still some issues we're looking at you know, economically um, in terms of... Um, you know, jobs, exports, cost of living is still high. And, and that could take time to really, uh, you know, drag on and kind of hurt the market. But I really think these bond funds are a pretty safe play right now. And I'm young, and believe it or not, even in my, I have a SEP IRA or Roth IRA in the individual account. I do own and have been buying these bond funds because I believe they're near bottom. Again, just so you know, um, BLV is near a bottom right now. If you go all the way back to 2007, it's near a bottom. And so um, I think that the kind of risk reward right now being in these bond funds, I just think it's a, a decent play. Anyway, I just figured I'd do this podcast to talk about fixed income a little bit. I was going to talk about a uh, municipal bond fund um, which is, which I think is a pretty good one. Um, I'll mention it right now. Why not? Um, it's V W A H X. So V W A H X. And this one's kind of cool. It's a Vanguard high yield tax exempt fund. I believe they own municipal bonds and it pays, I think around 3.2%. Look at it right now. It pays, uh, the yield is around 3.2% uh, right now. And that's tax-free. So BLV offers about a 3.7%. You got to pay taxes on that. You got to pay taxes on your income. Uh, but this municipal bond fund, which I like, it's one of my favorite municipal bond funds. Um, it pays 3.2% and it's tax-free. And it's also kind of near... Uh, the lows, because it's also going to behave like all bond funds. And it's also near um, a multiple year low, just like BLV and BIV. So I think um, the Vanguard high yield uh, VWAHX is also uh, worth considering and having a, um, a place in your portfolio. And I'm going to talk about one more thing. How long should we own bond funds? If you do start buying BLV, BIV, BSV, you know, dollar cost average in, you know, start positions, buy them for the next year. I would hold on to them for a solid five years. You know, I think, I don't know when the Fed is going to stop the interest rate, interest rate hikes and then perhaps lower them again. I'm not sure. I think it all depends on inflation, how the economy is doing. But I mean, if you're retired, I mean, these are great fixed income opportunities and really you could just hold them throughout your retirement. And um, they're way easier to like own than say going out and buying an actual bond in the bond market. You know, you can just, these, these funds, these ETFs are liquid. So, you know, you might buy 10,000, 20,000 of it, hold on to it for a few years and you can just sell it immediately. Whereas it's a lot harder to sell a bond when you actually go buy a bond and you're getting the coupon payment and so on and so forth. So anyway, 
Um, yeah, the market's still pulling pulling down. Um, I'm eyeing up, uh, like I said in the last podcast, I'm looking up, I'm eyeing up Tyson Foods because I like that as a really, I think it's like the epitome of a tradable stock. And I will be buying um, call options if Tyson does in fact reach the 60s. Uh, the current yield of it right now is 2.54% uh, for Tyson when you consider their dividend payment. So that's what I'm eyeing up. And I'm still buying these great companies like Sherwin-Williams, Visa, Home Depot, Stryker. Um, you know, I love the medical device sector, but I also love these you know companies that um, I just think are going to be around, you know, 20 years from now. Pepsi is one of my favorite companies, buy and hold forever. So I'm still, me personally, because I'm younger, I am still buying in general. I'm still... I own more stocks, obviously, than bonds because I'm young. But if you're older, consider buying and starting positions in BLV, BIV, and BSV, as well as the Vanguard uh, high-yield tax-exempt fund. And the ticker, again, is VWAHX. Sorry, I got a little long-winded. I totally did this. Nothing was prepared. I just sat down. I'm like, hey, I want to talk about bond funds. I want to talk about interest rates and fixed incomes. I think it's really important that investors understand these relationships that is it for this show. If you're interested in learning everything about the stock market um, that I've taught myself over the last seven years, uh, email, email me at brandon at streetwiseinvesting.com and I'll send you a link and then you can get access to all my courses for 79 bucks a month. And you'll learn everything that I've taught myself. It took me a very long time to learn and I learned the hard way, unfortunately, but I know what I'm doing now and I'm very empowered by it. And I, I know that I'm you know continuing to grow my wealth and buying some of the best companies in the world, and of course, using options so you can learn all about that stuff. Uh, anyway, that's it for the show. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.